On today's podcast, we talk about common nutrient deficiencies, what they look like, why those nutrients are so important for the body, and why they are typically in these situations very safe for you to support with. So take a listen and figure out if you need any of these help. Live your life within the moment, moment, and don't go wait until the morning, morning, you never know when it is over, Happy Monday, everyone. Hope everyone is having a wonderful December. It's flying by. I know. I saw a funny meme that was like, everyone asking you if you're ready for Christmas. It's like, no, Sally. I'm not even ready for today, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Lay off. Our pastor was talking this past Sunday, and he's like, stop sending Christmas cards at the beginning of December. Like, you're making me feel bad. <laughs> I'm close. We should. We were going to do it this weekend because we got them early for the first mm-hmm. time ever because I actually forced my family into a photo shoot. Um, yeah. And we have pictures that I was like, let's order them. So I ordered yeah. them, and they're sitting on our counter because we need to go through our list. Nick has a bunch of new people he has to add. Yeah, I'm mailing mine probably tonight, if not tomorrow. I just need... Stamps that aren't flowers or American flags. I was going to get those at Walgreens, but then I instead ran into Target this morning because of the mom guilt that I dealt with. I feel, it was like so heavy weighing on me as I was dropping Taylor. So I next out of town. I took both kids to school this morning or Carson to school this morning and it snowed last night mm-hmm. and I've had snow boots for him at home and I they're very big on like you need to label them with their name and all this stuff. And I hadn't, I ordered a new label maker on Amazon last night, but I never got to it because having both kids solo just- And you just write with a Sharpie? Well, that's what I did. Okay. Yeah. So I bought a bunch of Sharpies. They all disappeared. (laughs) They all disappeared. I found one actually in the couch cushion after Taylor spilled her entire bowl of cereal on the couch this morning. I was like, this is why I can't give you food on the couch. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And so, um, but- this made me angry. Sharpie developed a dual side Sharpie. So there's one side that's a normal Sharpie point. Mm-hmm. And then there's one that's a fine point. Mm-hmm. But I put, I took off the cap from the normal Sharpie point, put it on the other side's cap. Mm-hmm. It got stuck inside the cap. So then it dried out because I couldn't get the cap off. And the small side cap wouldn't fit on the other side. I was like, why is this designed like this? <laughs> and I was so mad at it. And Nick was like, Maybe you just shouldn't have. I was like, everyone takes the cap off and puts it on the puts other on side. The end, yeah. So Sharpie, if you're listening. Oh my gosh. Poor design. <laughs> so I had to, I ran into Target this morning. I dropped Carson off, then went and dropped Taylor off, which is like past Target at his mom's, Nick's mom's gym, where I usually drop Taylor off and she watches her at the gym and then takes her for the day. And then I was like, I need to go get him boots. I just felt so bad. So then I drove back to Target back to, which was the opposite direction of where Liz is, which is where I was going, and ran into Target, grabbed boots, grabbed snow pants, grabbed Sharpies, did it in the car, walked into daycare, and I was like, do you have scissors? I need to cut off these tags. I need to like- <laughs> but silver lining, Target had 30% off outerwear. And hopefully they went outside and played today. Yep. And I told Nick, I, col- I told him about the story, and he was like, oh, so you like saved money. I was like, I basically made us money today. <laughs> It's like that reel that we saw. That's basically like if I return something, like now I'm like up $50 and yes. my husband's like, I'm never going to be rich. <laughs> oh God, it's so true. I feel like I need to start doing the the cash in the wallets, like the separation in terms of like your budget where you mm. actually use cash. So there's different ones you can get on yep. um, Pinterest and a bunch of other like Etsy and stuff like that. 
But then I'm also just worried that my child would steal all my cash because he likes to do that. He's very into money and this is my money. He brought me a hundred dollar bill from his play set of money and was like, mom, I'm ready to go to Target. And I was like, I wish this was real. I wish this just fell off the tree. That was a great task this weekend that occupied them for about 25 minutes was I have a huge gallon size bag of change in mm. one of our drawers. They both have piggy banks. I went through my clothes and I sat them on the ground and I was like, put all of these in your piggy banks. Nice. And now Taylor's been obsessed with her piggy bank the past four days and is carrying around a bucket of change and her piggy bank everywhere <laughs> and had a meltdown yesterday. So she brought it to school. I just had to take all the change out first. Oh my gosh. So. That's so funny. We don't allow pennies in our piggy bank. That's one thing that we have him separate. So he has a penny jar. Got it. And then silver and dollars go into the piggy bank. And then he tells me if he doesn't have money for something, like, you know, he's loving cake pops because that's my fault. I'm like, <laughs> Marcus, no, like we're not getting a cake pop every day that we go to school. And he's like, but I'll get money from my piggy bank. I'm like, that's not how it works. Your piggy bank is to be saved. Carson's so. very giving. So it's very hard to tell him like, you can't just give people your money. Oh. And you can't just like buy other people things all the time. Yeah. It's like, you need to protect your money. Marcus just wants to know where my money is because if I don't have cash, then he's like, well, where's your card? <laughs> like it's in my wallet. Which is my wallet that you're not touching. Anyways. All right. So happy Monday. It's the start of a new week. As a reminder, we still have three weeks left until 2024. And so we want to encourage you today to nourish your body. And today we're going to talk about what that means in terms of nutrients. Uh, because I think a lot of people just think calories. Manage my calories. I got 1,200. I'm good. Well, if you're like Liz was when I was in college and I was doing Weight Watchers, there was minimal nutrients coming in with those calories. It was all fortified, fake, processed foods and not nutrient dense, if you will. So what we're going to talk about today is different types of nutrients, what they do, and if you're deficient in any of these nutrients, what that might look like in terms of symptoms. And what you're going to notice is a lot of these crossover with each other. Um, we're going to kick it off, though, with the number one nutrient deficiency for many people across the globe, but also especially here in the United States, is magnesium. And this should come as no surprise. We've talked about magnesium, the miracle mineral, being involved in over 300, some people say over 500 enzymatic functions, uh, because it is one of the major essential minerals in the body. And we need it for all of these processes to occur um, seamlessly. And so when we think about magnesium, one of the things I would also say is that we burn through this when we are stressed. It is the holidays. You are likely feeling more stressed. Maybe your routine is off. Maybe you are busier than ever. Um, you know, you just like, for me, we just had a couple nights away. Now we're leaving again for five days. Then we come home and it's like back and forth. You just have a completely different routine. And that brings stress in and of itself, even though it's a good stress, Right your body is still out of routine and that is a stress. So when we think about the need, what I would say here is that in certain seasons of life, your need is actually going to be higher. So for me, I always recommend five milligrams of magnesium for my clients per pound of body weight. I know Becca is the same. We can mix and match the types of magnesium. We've done a lot of, you know, research about this and a lot of podcasts about this. We have, I think three or four episodes just on magnesium. And we also have, I know on my page, I have, you know, different types of magnesium and what they do in the body. So just as we're going through this, reference those other resources, because we're not going to, you know, regurgitate all of that today, but it's really important. And I would say in this time, if you find that you're highly stressed, maybe increase that. 
mm-hmm. increase your intake. Yeah. So we want to talk about the different reasons that magnesium is needed and kind of what common deficiencies. And we're going to cover three major nutrients slash vitamins uh, in this podcast because it would take forever to cover all of them. But these are kind of three big ones that we see. Um, so magnesium is needed for a number of things, obviously. Regulating blood sugar, or I'm sorry, blood pressure is one of them. It is why a lot of people on blood pressure medications, you sometimes have to be careful with taking high dose magnesium because it can bring your blood pressure lower than you know, what is technically safe. So just starting low and slow and building little by little, keeping bones strong, balancing nitric oxide in the body, supporting growth and development in babies and children, supporting proper function of nerves, muscles, and tissues, neutralizing stomach acid, moving stools through the intestine, preventing constipation. And it also makes the process of photosynthesis possible by helping to form chlorophyll, which is a chemical that allows plants to capture sunlight and turn it into energy. So within the body, it helps us produce energy. And the kidneys in particular are primarily in control of levels of magnesium within the body and essentially excrete magnesium daily into the urine. So it's one reason why urinary excretion is reduced when magnesium and other electrolyte statuses are low. Magnesium is actually the least abundant serum electrolyte in the body, but it's extremely important for your metabolism, enzyme function, energy production, and much more. So whenever people test serum magnesium, it's not always super helpful because if your serum magnesium is low, you're like really in trouble. It, it, that's you're at a point where your electrolyte status overall is extremely low. So that usually you're not going to see it on serum level magnesium. Um, but deficiencies in magnesium often result in things like fatigue and sleepiness, weakness, nausea and vomiting, loss of appetite, pins and needles type feeling, tingling, numbness, muscle spasms and cramps, muscle contraction. See a lot of the connection between muscle health nerve health because it impacts blood pressure so much, abnormal heart rhythm, high blood pressure is seen with magnesium deficiencies, hyperexcitability, shaking, seizures, personality changes, mood changes, coronary spasms, and low potassium and or calcium levels because magnesium is largely intertwined with other electrolytes. That's mm-hmm. You see this a lot with like you know, and you can see this with a hair and mineral analysis test. Often you'll see what things you're excreting more of and what you might be deficient in because a lot of them are cofactors of each other. And so there's, you know, if you look at that list, it is a lot of things that are affected by muscle function, by blood pressure, and the ability of the body to basically have healthy nerves and contraction of muscles, which is a large part of what magnesium does. Yeah. Okay. So as you know, from what Becca just went through, there's a lot of different types of magnesium. Um, and so I'm going to link out in the show notes, uh, one of my posts that I've done, it's a carousel. You can guys can go through that. So in terms of like glycinate, citrate, uh, sulfate, oxide, malate, threonate, chelate, um, all of these different types of magnesium that you may want to consider. I will say that I love uh, magnesium breakthrough. That's a really good blend. We like Trimag. We like Magwell. You know, yep. there's some different blends out there. So if you find that, you know, you don't have any one specific condition that you're trying to address, you might just want to go with a good blend. Um, and then you could pair that with, for example, someone who is struggling with constipation that's chronic. I would do like a magnesium bisglycinate because that won't make you like lazy bowel reliant on the citrate, any osmotic laxative. You want to be kind of... Um, 
cycling on and off. You don't want to rely on those things. But if you're just noticing, for example, later half of my period or a couple times of the month, I get a little more constipated. Sure. You could put uh, magnesium citrate in there, something like a calm. But I know from a day-to-day perspective, we don't want to be you know, releasing like loose stools, um, or causing like a laxative effect. So this is where you would want to look at more of a, a blend. Yeah. Okay. And I usually recommend taking it in the evening only because magnesium does have an effect on the nervous system where it calms it. So it does for some people make them sleepy. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're taking it consistently, it, it's safe to take it in the evening versus any other time during the day. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about zinc. We've talked about zinc before. Um, we also talked about this in our cold and flu guide. Uh, one precaution here is not to take it on an empty stomach because that can give you a little bit of queasiness, kind of nausea feeling. Uh, Liz and I have both done this in the past. <laughs> We've both learned that. I don't know what I was thinking this morning, but it's like, oh, sweet. My, my zinc supreme is here. I like to take it as a protectant uh, in the wintertime because it does support immune function and it can help fight infections and colds. The thing is though, it's not going to be something that you would just start taking when you already have the infection or cold. You want to take it preventatively. Um, and so this is really uh, important. And I think, you know, in the wintertime, taking like a, a zinc carnosine can be really helpful too, just if you have a lot more stress uh, or maybe you are traveling and you're having more meals out. It can actually help with tummy troubles and things like that. Um, and so research has shown that this mineral can help with the development of immune, immune cells and interfere with the molecular processes that cause mucus and bacteria to build up up within the nasal passages. You guys can probably hear I'm a little nasally right now. We're leaving for a trip in two days and I'm like, okay, I'm getting my zinc in, I'm getting my knack in, I'm getting some other things in place, hopefully trying to knock back whatever this mucus is because I don't want to be sick on vacation. Um, it also helps control inflammation and prevent um, elevated inflammatory responses, including the re- release of cytokines, which can damage uh, our cells and our tissues. We also think of this as a powerful antioxidant. Um, So this supports our cells, as I mentioned, um, potentially preventing cancerous cell mutation and stunting tumor growth. In the research, it's shown to lower, uh, it's shown that those with lower levels who didn't take zinc supplements had higher levels of inflammatory cytokines, higher plasma oxidative stress markers, and um, endothelial cell adhesion molecules. Can also support your hormones um, because this helps support hormone production, including testosterone naturally. Um, so it can also pro- you know promote productive health uh, in both males and females. We also think of this as important um, for the release of eggs from the ovaries, and it is needed uh, for progesterone as well. So really estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone. Mm-hmm. Yep. It actually has been shown to help fight diabetes too, um, because it's needed to balance most hormones, like we just said, including insulin, um, which is the main hormone involved in regulation of our blood sugar, which we've talked about many times. And it positively affects blood sugar levels because it binds to insulin. So insulin is adequately stored in the pancreas and released when glucose enter the, enters the bloodstream. And it allows for proper utilization of digestive enzymes that are necessary for insulin to bind to cells. So this way, glucose is used for fuel instead of stored as fat. So seeing how zinc affects, zinc and stomach acid are very um, intertwined in terms of the need for each other. You need zinc to develop stomach acid. You need stomach acid to absorb zinc. Um, So it makes sense that it affects digestive enzymes and insulin so much since those are both very intertwined with the digestive process. Um, It helps maintain heart health by supporting blood vessels in particular. It's needed to maintain the health of cells within the cardiovascular system. So like Liz was mentioning, it helps lower inflammation 
and oxidative stress and the endothelium, which is the thin layer of cells that lines the blood vessels, partially relies on adequate levels of this mineral. So when people have heart attacks, it's the endothelial lining that ruptures. It's not a blockage. It's a rupturing of the endothelial that ends up causing the heart attack. And so having healthy endothelial or endothelium, that layer is extremely important to prevent heart attacks. So it also assists in heart health by supporting healthy circulation since it helps with blood pressure and cholesterol. It also supports liver by supplementing. It's shown to reduce the incidence of infection with the liver and correlated with lower levels of liver damage. It can also reduce inflammation in the liver because it reduces inflammation systemically. So helps with nutrient absorption. Like we said, it's interplay with the gut. Do you see how one nutrient can affect so many different symptoms all the time. And then all those nutrients interplay with each other. The body is amazing. Mm-hmm. It is absolutely amazing. Um, helps with muscle growth and repair because it's involved in normal cell division and growth. Helps with the body's ability to heal itself and maintain strength in the muscular and skeletal systems. Helps with, like we said, the release of testosterone and growth hormone and insulin-like growth factor, which all helps build muscle mass and have a healthy metabolism. And then finally, it can help decrease acne and promote wound healing. Zinc has been shown a lot in acne research. Mm -hmm. Um, So disturbances in zinc metabolism may give rise to disorders that typically manifest themselves on the skin because it supports the production of collagen, which is the most abundant protein in the human body that forms connective tissue. And it sometimes is used to help people recover from burns, ulcers, slow healing wounds, other types of skin damage or injuries. And it can support the immune system in a way that may limit the skin's susceptibility to infections while healing. Yeah. I've actually been putting um, zinc carnosine in place for quite a few of my gals, or zinc supreme is one that I love because it's got B6 and Mm -hmm. some other things in there um, to support hormones, hormonal acne. But then also you can do, and we've talked about this before, like spearmint tea and things like that. But certainly if you are somebody who has chronic fatigue, you are sick frequently, um, just can never shake a cold. Maybe you're finding that, um, you know, you have poor concentration or brain fog, inability to heal wounds. So like if you're somebody who, let's say, scars easily or just finds that it's taking forever um, for things to heal, if you have a wound, you may want to consider adding this in. And then what we also know is being on birth control depletes us of many vitamins and minerals, zinc especially uh, being one of them. So if you were going to supplement, you could do zinc glycinate, uh, 30 to 60 milligrams a day with your meals. Again, you don't want to be taking this on an empty stomach. My preference uh, is Zinc Supreme by Designs for Health because it's got a few other cofactors there. Um, Or again, you could use something called Tummy Rescue that we put into place for people who have struggled with heartburn, GERD, reflux, a lot of digestive issues in the past, specifically around high stress times or times that they're traveling, knowing that, you know, maybe they're going to have bigger meals. Because again, as Becca mentioned, it supports stomach acid. And then the last one, I think we are just hounding this uh, home (laughs) lately between our different podcasts regarding, you know, methylation and the MTHFR mutation. Um, But we want to talk about B vitamins today because these are a type of water soluble vitamins that are essential um, to the body, meaning we must get them from our diets uh, because our bodies don't make them on our own. So you can get them from your diet or you can supplement them. Um, and you know, one of the things that we would say here is just making sure that it's high quality and it's not containing folic acid or any, you know, synthetic, uh, ingredients here. And so there are eight B vitamins, um, in total, and they have similar roles and chemical properties, 
but each of them works in a different mechanism. So they have different functions. So when you think about B6, for example, this is important for facilitating movement, memory, energy expenditure, and blood flow. When we think about B12, this is really important for energy, adrenal health. Um, we know our adrenals are important for stress handling, but also thinking about um, you know building hormones, building DHEA, which filters down into other hormones multiple metabolic functions, enzyme production, DNA synthesis and repair. And again, um, you know, what we think about with B vitamins is that because it's water soluble, we want to be replenishing these things. So in the body, it has a half-life of about seven hours. So you could, depending upon the type of B vitamins that you're supplementing with, if you need to have you know, higher doses, you could take it twice a day. The one thing I would say is that the different types of B vitamins can be a little bit more energizing or stimulating. So if I'm choosing to do like a B complex or a type of B12 or something later in the day, I'll generally do like adenosyl um, rather than a methylated mm-hmm. or a hydroxylacyl or methylated. So it's, it's really important to make sure that we're not deficient in these things. And you can check that a few different ways. We see some markers on the Dutch test. We do see, obviously, in lab work, B12. You can do folate. Um, we can also do a hair and mineral analysis. And then you can um, you know see some other uh, types of testing in terms of genetics testing as to what you might be more prone to deficiencies with and supplement more uh, targetedly. Yep. So some things that B vitamins do, and by the way, I never really understood why there's eight B vitamins, but they aren't labeled one through eight. It's just yeah, it's, it's weird because then you have B12. So it makes you think that there's B12. Thrown out there. 12. Yep. Yep. So anyways, one, they help form blood cells and nerves. B12 specifically is essential for the production of blood cells and bone marrow and for forming nerve sheaths and proteins. So it is also needed for neurotransmitter signaling, which helps your muscles contract and gives you energy to go about your day. So a lot of times fatigue, dopamine issues, anxiety, depression, we see a, often associated with MTHFR gene mutations. Vitamin B12 is very important in supporting those mm-hmm. genetic mutations. It can help fight heart disease. Um, so folate, B6, and B12 help convert homocysteine into methionine which is an amino acid that helps the body build new proteins. Homocysteine is an amino acid in the blood, and elevated levels are linked to things like dementia, heart disease, stroke, osteoporosis, and it's especially problematic because it's a byproduct. It can contribute to artery clogging disease known as atherosclerosis. So people with low levels of folate, vitamin B6 and B12 are more prone to elevated homocysteine levels, and we often see this also, again, associated with the MTHFR gene. So- Genetics testing is pretty interesting. Well, the thing that I like about the genetics testing is you just now know what's right for you, right? In terms of of long-term nutrients that you're going to want to stay on. Um, And then depending upon what symptoms you're struggling with, you can correlate there and say, okay, maybe I need more of the recommended daily allowance, right? Um, And so I think it's just, it's really cool um, to see just how God has designed us. Um, We do know that there are, different signs of vitamin um, B deficiency. One of the things that we would say is if you're somebody who generally runs really high on B vitamins, um, this can be more associated with need to do gut work or small intestinal bacterial overgrowth because we know the bacteria in the um, small intestine and the large intestine will actually produce some B vitamins um, or basically um, ferment on them as well. So this is really important um, to, I would just monitor and check your levels at least with blood work rather than just starting to supplement and never checking your levels. Pernicious anemia though, 
you would know this if you, um, you know, had this type of anemia, hopefully you know this at least, uh, typically this is uh, where you're seeing very low levels of B vitamins and potentially are being told to take B12 injections. Um, Gary Bracca, Dr. Ben Lynch, there's been a bunch of people talking about, and you can actually read about this on the CDC website and in the pamphlets of B12 injections, that they're not that great for you um, in terms of the ingredients there. So you would want to be using you know, more natural products. Um, so, you know, there's different ones that we like. Seeking Health is a good brand. Um, we've also used New Ethics. We've used mm-hmm. several other uh, companies to support. And then again, making sure that it's it's the right B vitamin for you because pernicious anemia, um, which also is more of an autoimmune condition or an inflammatory condition can be various B vitamins, not just B12. You can have a lot of fatigue and weakness. We see depression and anxiety very commonly. Again, memory or cognitive impairment where you're feeling like you can't remember things. I walked into this room. What am I here for? Um, you know, just brain fog, things like that. Dry skin, acne, dermatitis, brittle nails, hair loss, poor dental health, including bleeding gums or mouth sores, digestive problems, diarrhea, nausea, or cramping, shortness of breath, birth defects. So again, we've talked about this in terms of, um, luteal, uh, no, not luteal. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Uh, Neural tube defects. Yep. Tube defects. There's a higher um, need during pregnancy of folate. Yep. And a lot of times you don't get it because most prenatals have folic acid. Yep. Um, but you can, it's also been linked to spina bifida. Um, you can have swelling of the tongue. And then there's also called uh, a disease called beriberi, which is a lack of uh, B vitamins, which affects your nervous system. And that can cause weight loss, emotional disturbances, weakness, irregular heartbeat, and various other things. So, you know, again, I think it's important to test, don't guess, but if you are somebody who has seen that you need B vitamins, I think give it a try and just monitor how you're doing, but please make sure that it is a good, like a methylfolate, mm-hmm. you can do B12. There's a dropper that we like from Nutrition Dynamic. Yep, they have a methylfolate B12 dropper that mm-hmm. you do in the morning. Um, Pure Encapsulations has a super B genomics complex, oh, which I really like. Um, B vitamins will turn your pee a little neon yellow, which is very normal. Uh, so do not be alarmed. I get it all the time because they are the water soluble. So what your mm-hmm. body isn't using per se, it will excrete, which is why you do need yeah. to take them daily. Um, so if a lot of these symptoms seem to associate with what you're dealing with, the reason we picked these three is because they are really common deficiencies. And in general, they're pretty safe to support with. Um, you'll notice, I would say the biggest thing with B vitamins is you. if you notice that you're more anxious, you're more kind of high strung, you might be someone that's what we call like an overmethylator uh, to where B vitamins stimulate you too much and you may not be in the need for them if you've never had testing or anything like that. So aside from that, zinc is pretty safe to take as is magnesium, as long as you're taking good types, um, which we obviously will cover, or we obviously covered and we'll put in the show notes. Um, but that's why we wanted to cover those. They're super necessary nutrients and vitamins in our day-to-day. They are very common deficiencies, and overall, they're pretty safe to support with. <laughs> 